Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com. From St. Louis Public Radio. This is St. Louis on the Air. And in June of this year, Nadia also went to, transferred to Woodland Park Zoo in Seattle to join a family group that was in need of a silverback. So kind of like you were saying, there's these moves that we do to really help out those populations. It's very, very normal for gorilla males um, to display and to posture and try to look really, really tough. And we expect that from all three of them as we um, work to introduce um, Zachary, but it's also giving them those tools so that they can display and kind of show how tough they are, um, you know, from farther apart. I'm Elaine Cha. Ask around, and it won't take long to find someone from Chicago now making their home here in St. Louis. Now, if you do that over at Forest Park, you'll learn there's a recent Windy City arrival who's getting settled in his own space and in the company of an intentional community. Conservationists near and far hope he'll grow to be a credit to his species. Who is this mystery addition to STL? Joining us to make that reveal and provide a little background is Helen Boostrom, Zoological Manager of Primates at St. Louis Zoo. Helen, welcome back to the program. Thank you for having me. So who is the St. Louis Zoo's new resident? Yeah, so seven-year-old Zachary, um, and he is a gorilla from Brookfield Zoo that arrived here um, the very end of last week. Now, give us some of the vital stats on Zachary and how he's come here to St. Louis. Yeah, so Zachary was born at the Brookfield Zoo in 2015, and he has been living with his family um, there at Tropical World. And so he actually came at the same time where we sent Jantu, who is 26 and has been a member of our bachelor group um, here at the St. Louis Zoo since 2005. Um, he actually moved to Brookfield Zoo in Chicago. Um, so we swapped gorillas. And the reason for that is um, they um, were looking for a silverback dominant male to lead their family group. And Zachary is related to all the females there. And also at seven, he's just too young um, to lead a family group. So by coming here and joining the bachelor group, he's kind of able to grow up and still um, have those social uh, relationships and learn those social skills and hang out with other gorillas um, in a bachelor group. And that's uh, very similar to what would happen um, to gorilla males in the wild. So when they get to be about Zachary's age, they'd start challenging uh, the silverback in their group. Um, and at some point, they'd be pushed out of that group and have to either live alone or, like Zachary is doing, join a bachelor group mm -hmm. um, until they're 
they're big enough, until they're old enough and have learned those skills where they might be able to lead a family group on their own. Now, what exactly is a silverback gorilla, Helen? So a silverback gorilla is basically a Full, bo- or full-grown gorilla. At that point, the reason they're called silverbacks is they have um, silver along their back, and they have a tall crest. Um, and so they're full-grown adult gorillas, uh, male gorillas. And um, whereas Zachary is still in a young adult male, and at this point, he'd be called a blackback. So he's still small. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't have that crest. Um, and he doesn't have any silver on him. So he's still got a lot of growing to do, um, as well as kind of learning um, through hanging out with the other males, uh, you know, how to display, how to kind of be a big, tough uh, silverback, mm-hmm. um, just so he in the future may be potentially able to um, defend and keep his family safe. So you have referred to this swap that has happened, and Mm -hmm. and we mentioned it also at the top. And people may not be used to thinking about primates as transplants, um, but John Tu, as you had mentioned, who was well-known among gorillas at the St. Louis Zoo, was actually born at the Columbus Zoo before coming to St. Louis in 2005 when he was eight. And other Western lowland gorillas at zoos across North America I understand they move similarly from one zoo to another. Um, how are these moves and swaps decided upon? Yeah, so that's a really great question. So um, the all kind of the zoos in uh, North America are and several accredited zoos are part of what's called the Association of Zoos and Aquariums, and each species has what's called a species survival plan. And so there is a lot of um, work among colleagues across zoos trying to manage and create these healthy, genetically healthy populations of each species, like gorillas, um, as well as really, you know, learning from each other and really looking at the personalities and dynamics of those groups. Uh, So looking at the whole population as well as the individuals within the population and doing what's best for them. So for the gorilla SSP, so that species survival plan, um, they look at, you know, they have all the family histories and all the relatedness of um, gorillas that live in zoos that are part of AZA. And they're also, um, you know, we hold workshops and we communicate amongst each other, all about the different personalities, um, knowing the individuals, and they make recommendations based on that. So looking at both the genetics and looking at those individuals and what groups they may fit in best and how they may help out um, those groups and what would be best for them. So this swap was based on those recommendations. Mm -hmm. Knowing Brookfield's family group um, was in need of a silverback, and then Zachary at some point Um, is going to need to leave his group, and he's really at that age. And so um, it just kind of worked perfectly that um, at the same time John, too, is getting there. It's the perfect time for Zachary to come here to St. Louis Zoo. And as you mentioned, John, too, came when he was about the same age. Um, Right now, the other two gorillas, Joe, who's 25, and Bakari, who's 18, um, both came at similar ages. So um, Bakari, in 2011, um, came to the zoo when he was six with his older brother, Nadia. And in June of this year, Nadia also went to 
transferred to Woodland Park Zoo in Seattle to join a family group that was in need of a silverback. So kind of like you were saying, there's these moves that we do um, with gorillas um, to really help out those populations and help them um, join into groups as needed and um, form those relationships. Mm -hmm. And what is it that zoologists like you do to make these transitions for Western lowland gorillas like Zachary as smooth as possible? Yeah, that's another good question. So it's really um, a lot of communication and work between the two teams. So um, we talk to the keepers and staff that work with Zachary. Um, You know, they talk to us about Jantu. Um, Keepers will travel with the gorillas both ahead of time. So we had a keeper who went up and got to, you know, meet and work with Zachary and meet his family um, and kind of learn a little bit about him in Brookfield, um, so they kind of formed a little, you know, learned a little bit about Zachary was kind of got to know him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, you know, when he came, when Zachary came here, um, keepers came with him and so kind of helped get him used to the new place. And so it's a lot of communication um, and just really um, knowing those individuals and talking with the staff who've helped raise Zachary, who've worked with John to here. Um, to learn more about them and kind of their preferences and their personalities. It also is a really slow process, so it will be a while before people will be able to see Zachary mm-hmm. here at the St. Louis Zoo because we're taking everything kind of off his cues, looking at his behavior, giving him a chance to get to know his new home, um, get to know the gorilla the group that he's going to join, and just giving everything at his pace, um, watching his behaviors, watching Joe and Bakari's behaviors, um, just so it's a nice slow process so that he's comfortable with each step. And it sounds like, uh, you know, that slow process, it has many different steps. And as Zachary is beginning this process of integration, what are the signs that will let you know that he is ready to join Joe, 25, and Bakari, 18, at Jungle of the Apes at the St. Louis Zoo? So it's um, at first kind of making, seeing that he's comfortable in the environment. You know, he's confident um, going to the different parts of his habitat. He's engaging um, in all the normal gorilla behaviors. You know, he's a very curious seven-year-old. Um, <laughs> so, you know, he's foraging for food. He's climbing. Um, he's making um, positive uh gorilla vocalizations like little grumbles, um, and then it's giving them a chance um, to see each other and kind of get to know each other without sharing space. And we're looking for those positive interactions, which for gorillas are a little bit, gorilla males are a little bit more subtle. Um, For gorillas, staring directly on is actually aggressive. So we're looking for kind of those casual side glances, kind of looking at each other when the other one isn't paying attention, Mm -hmm. uh, being calm near each other, making those grumble vocalizations near each other. Um, Really for gorilla males, it's kind of more, you see that calmness. They do, it's very, very normal for gorilla males um, to display and to posture and try to look really, really tough. And we expect that from all three of them mm-hmm. as we um, work to introduce um, Zachary. But it's also giving them those tools so that they can display and kind of show how tough they are, um, you know, from farther apart where they can kind of show off to each other um, 
without being together. Um, and that's kind of they watch each other and see kind of what does this gorilla do um, and how are they displaying and then looking for kind of that calmness. Um, and then as time progresses, um, or sometimes right away, if you've got two individuals that just, you know, are hit it off the bat right away kind of thing, mm-hmm. it usually takes longer. Um, but you do see play um, from adult gorillas. Um, so you'll see them wrestling. Um, they do this really, really soft kind of grumbly, breathy sound when they're, that is just um a play behavior, um, mm-hmm. and they like to sh- uh, shake what we what wood, wool, straw, different kind of substrates, like similar to grass. Um, is some of that play behavior you'll see over time as those relationships and friendships grow. So I don't want to forget about John too because yes. he was there for quite some time. Yes. Will you be checking in to see how John too is faring at Brookfield? Yes, and that's I mean one of the great things about relationships between AZA Zoo is. Um, you know, we're sending each other updates. We're um, letting each other know how each of the individuals are doing. And, you know, if we come across a question, um, then we can just ask each other and kind of um, we run into a situation or behavior. Um, then we just ask the keepers who've worked with Zachary or they ask us about John too and keep us updated on how he's doing um, integrating into his new family. And what will success with Zachary mean or look like? So success with Zachary is, you know, him being integrated into that group with Joe and Bakari. Um, It's, you know, them sharing space and just engaging in normal gorilla male behaviors. Um, You'll always still see bachelor gorillas kind of have to show off a little bit to each other. So you still see posturing and displays in groups that have been together for long, long times. but you also see that play behavior. You see them foraging and um, spending time together um, and just, you know, having those relationships with Joe and Bakari and being comfortable in the area. Now, in our last minute, I'd like to ask you about Raven. Yes. Uh, last time you were on the show, you talked with us about the zoo's then newborn chimpanzee. She's now two and a half years old. How is Raven doing? She is doing great. So she, at two and a half years old, she is still the center of the chimpanzee group. Um, they, she has everyone in the group um, is very um, interested in kind of keeping up with what she's doing. She has very strong relationships with everyone. You'll see her riding on Beauty or Rosebud's back when they're walking around but she also at two years old is very very adventurous so often you might see her at the very top of the habitat swinging and playing um she still has that little tuft of white hair signifying that um, on her behind kind of signifying that she's a young individual in the group and that everyone should kind of protect her and keep an eye out on her she still does nurse from her mother. She'll continue to do that um, probably for the next six months. Um, but she also eats solid food and all the food that the group does. Um, well, we will certainly look forward to um, to spotting Raven next time we are at the, the zoo. Helen Boostrom is Zoological Manager of Primates at St. Louis Zoo. She spoke with us about the zoo's recent Western Lowland Gorilla Swap and its part in a breeding program aimed at conservation via North American zoos. Helen, thanks for joining us today. Thank you.
Today's episode was produced by Emily Woodbury with audio engineering and podcast design by Aaron Dorr. Our production intern is Avery Rogers. Our executive producer is Alex Hoyer. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. Our podcast proudly supports St. Louis artists by using music from Life Creative Group. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thanks. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com.